In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for. But we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Want if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jack, and I'm speaking through the internet with Tommy and Kelly, who's on... More tiny internet today. Sorry we couldn't do one last week. Kelly's internet got too tiny to manage. It's so bad. I'm getting so pissed off. Yep. Bad, tiny internet is, is it's a world crisis, I think. It's like a major problem worldwide. So I can't even, I can't well, even like check my email in my bedroom. Like I'm, I have to sit in my living room to be able to do anything on my phone. Jeez. Jeez. I Jeez. feel for you. I've had some tiny internet, but I don't know my ever that tiny. I'm lucky because the, the modem for my house is in my room. That's where the connection port was for some reason. So I have the best internet in the house. Thank God. That, that, you guys, I'm sure there's a reason for that because that's where the most porn was played. Uh, I'm probably the only one in the house who watches porn. Oh, really? Jack, that's not true. Everybody does. Uh, now, I think the other guy... Uh, is he's good enough where he doesn't need to watch it anymore? And then what is I don't that? That's such bullshit. Just stop you right there. You're <laughs> never, you're never good enough to not watch me porn. Oh, I just not, have, he's just the way this here. works. There's old and there's new and there's always something that just yeah, it just. Look, I'm he's sorry. just never here. So he's got a. He's always, he's always spending the nights. You know, um, maybe he goes and spends a night there and watches porn. Because well, have, there's no porn on this Wi-Fi. Because you have so all I, the modem power. The, the, the biggest he's got tiny internet in his room. Yeah, I have, <laughs> that's, that's right. Because I've clogged it up with all the porn. Yeah, so now he's like, he has to go sleep at someone else's house just to watch porn. He had to get a <laughs> girlfriend so he could watch porn. <laughs> oh, boy. Every, Jack's, everybody's busy. We have to find time. It's middle of the day, which is pretty impressive that Kelly just lit up a joint. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I usually figured that was, oh, it's all right. It's after five o'clock. It's sort of late night. That's their thing, you know? But now it's noon on a Wednesday. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful I mean, yeah. It's the only time we can do it. But I mean, usually everything that, well, if we're podcasting, then I'm working in the middle of the day. But if, if we're not podcast, like if we're doing ID cat, that's the middle of the day. But other than that, everything else I do like work related is usually later on. So this is my time. That's a good thing. Um, Silence. Dead I'm air. Ty- I'm typing something right now. So. Me too. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have a work email that came in. What's happened? I uh-huh. can't even hear you, Jay. Oh, great. I, can I said you. I also had a work email that just came in. Oh, so everyone stop and do work email right now. And Kelly, tell us a story. Anyway, I, actually, um, since we asked. <laughs> go ahead. Kelly, tell a story. Wait, I have one. <laughs> Typical. I don't have one. Actually, I have plenty. All right, I'll go. You, you hung out with my parents in Vegas, so I have to hear about that. Yeah, no, that's that was strange, right? Everyone's probably like, what? Um, so Jack and Kelly didn't come to Vegas, but Mr. and Mrs. Hackett did. Oh, yeah. And they partied their asses I think they off. just left today. Jesus. I know. They were going to actually come up to someone. I think they're moving here, Jack. I'm going to put it in. I, I think they like Vegas enough. They want to. They figured I mean, both. If you are, pitch them on it, they'll probably do it. Um, they probably uh, 
Well, they figured both of their kids are out on the West Coast, they said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they also were, your, your dad's retired, your mom's retired, and they're just like, we just want to be somewhere where there's tons of shit to do all the time. Um, yeah. It makes sense. You know, like LA, when you're retired, doesn't really make sense for some reason. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's expensive, and it's like if you're, why would you deal with the traffic and all the fucking headaches just to like be in that city when you can go yeah. somewhere that's got like less traffic, more friendly for golf, uh, you know, all the things that you do well, when you're retired. Vegas too. They like don't they like gambling and stuff like that. Oh, they love yeah, it. They, they yeah. like playing the they like playing the cards and the slots and everything else, and they also they concert lovers. So they're like they went to like four shows. They were here for like a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was so, and confused. I guess they, they love their kids, but not to be closer than four hours. So. I was so confused when you sent me that picture because I had like just woken up from a nap and I was like, you said, here's me with the crazy one or something like that. Partying and, with this crazy chick. Yeah. And so she, she looked so familiar and I was like, is this a fan of Jim's that like we've met before? So, like I, I, it took me so long to put two and two together and yeah. it actually took you being like, that's my mom. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we, we went, so Jim had, fan just somehow like swindled their way into getting into Jim's suite for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's plausible. Yeah. Like Jim's very nice to his fans. And sometimes like, I don't know, I could see him inviting somebody. Well, I, w- I went to Jim's show on Friday and I brought uh, two dudes with me. Uh, but they were, one was Jackson. He's the, 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 the Viking who's in, uh, Oh, Magic, uh, Magic Mike. Mike. And oh, the other cool. guy was, um, his name was uh, Wayne. And Wayne is in, uh, oh, not opium, absinthe. Absinthe, right? And so he's an acrobat too. And his son, he has a son, uh, is is the kid in love. One of the kids in love. Yeah. Oh, wow. Show love. So they're like, a real, so Working I was basically, I'm basically hanging with circus freaks, <laughs> yeah. circus folks. And we go there, but it was fun because everyone had a good, you know, Forrest had some friends with him. JJ Whitehead was there. He had some friends come in. Um, uh, Matt Kirshen showed up because he was doing a week in Vegas and he brought another uh, comic, uh, woman comic that was, I don't really, I don't remember her name, but uh, we saw, then me and Jackie went and saw them all perform. Brad Williams was at in Jim's suite for the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, with JB. Uh, and then after, after the Super Bowl, I don't know why we would do this, but we went to uh, this comedy cellar to watch pretty much everyone perform. I think they'd let Brad sneak in on the set as well and, and close the show down. But they were all really, really good. Even, even you know, Kirsten was good. They were all good. And some other guy, there was a couple, a couple other uh, English comics that were, you know, in the suite um, that I didn't know. So it was fun. It was fun. I mean, the Super Bowl was... I thought the Super Bowl halftime show was lame. I don't know. I don't want to really get into that. Everyone else thought it was kind of lame too. There wasn't um, much going on. It huh? started cool, but then it just stayed the same. Yeah, and there was no like special guest that snuck out. Nothing that was like. Was yeah, it was just. He was her baby. Well, I know, but yeah, like, twist. I guess so. But she also like didn't move, which I also makes sense because if she's pregnant, she's not going to do a lot of moving. Yeah, but like, it was like one person in a red dot. And one outfit and a bunch of people in white running around, you know. Um, one last year was freaking sick. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can think of ones off the top of my head. Bruno Mars was great. Uh, you know, Prince was great when they did it. And they just, it was just like, it felt big. Even Shakira and, and, and J-Lo felt like a lot of oh, movie yeah, pieces, a lot too. of costume changes, a lot of, you know, different people coming in. It was just like, this was the same long music video. 
with nothing new other than they were on these platforms that went down to the bottom and then they went back and then the, no one was on the platforms. It, it was kind of lame. And I know people are like, why the fuck does a anyone in America do. care about a halftime show? But it's become like a pop culture type thing <clears throat> and a big indication of like where we are uh, entertainment wise. But late we did was trying to go safe, but safe is boring. We need a titty to fall out, right? Like the old That's days. right. Justin Timberlake. And, we want a halftime strip. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and uh, what's her name, Janet Jackson. Oh, and then I think I, we haven't spoken since the Grammys. So I watched the Grammys here with the uh, Jacqueline. That was I don't know. I, I'm just like I know I'm getting old. I just don't get it anymore. Nothing entertains me. Did you see Seen the social everything. change Grammy? The what? The social change Grammy that Joe Biden announced. The you Joe said you Biden announced the it. Uh, I watched the Grammys. Yeah, so that that award that she got to the guy from Iran. Iran. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so well, were they just, just giving Grammys to people we were... on TikTok now? It's another thing. Well, I, I just looked on a video where they're reimagining that song and got like thousands of people involved, and we shot it at Jim Henson Studios like two weeks ago. As a joke? It wasn't a joke. It was just a real shoot I was working on. Oh, and it was part of that. It was the day before the Grammys, and we were making it, so we didn't even know. Um, well, most of the people working on the set didn't know. Um, what it was for. Didn't quite know what the song was, but then the next day, it won the Social Change Grammy, which was brand new and basically made for that song. But the song that we were helping make, like, we were doing like a We Are the World type of shoot, so like a bunch of celebrities were coming through doing singing right. lines well you know i think you could stick to social change grammys up their ass but i, I don't understand that that's just I, so stupid i can't figure out for the life of me why you ever watched award shows in the first place it's not a you're getting too old and you're out of touch you don't get it it's like they weren't ever fun i don't know why you still keep torturing yourself at doing this like you they were fun back in the day you had artists who didn't work together collaborate on things well first thing here's just the truth like the grammys aren't for me i get that they're not for me they're not for any but the man MTV anymore they're not for any straight white man anymore one there's no rock there's no country they show you nothing that represents you and that's fine because we have been represented for thousands those are the of years televised awards right those aren't televised anymore so back in the day you had like guns and roses get fucking shit faced and like fucking go up there and say some crazy shit on stage for like mtv music awards and grammys um, or someone, you know, and it was like, at least it was for everybody. And I get it. Now this is for everyone. For everybody then. Like, and that's the thing. But it's like, but it's such a, it's such a weird thing to force yourself to watch every single time and make yourself so fucking angry when it's like, this is not a good form of entertainment in any way, regardless of whether you feel represented in it. It's like, it's such a bullshit. I know. I mean, honestly, I just want to like, I just want to. I want to crow hop, like punch, uh, what's his name, in, uh, that uh, Sam Smith in the face. I don't. He just bothers me. I don't, I don't know why, but like, I didn't I, like yeah, his I performance. Think you, there's a part of you that enjoys being angry, and so you seek out things that you know will push your butt. Well, we're all a little bit of masochists, I guess. I, 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 mean, I, I am not. <laughs> well, I definitely am. At least in my life, like... <laughs> You're you're like that that one meme where the guy's riding the bicycle and he's got the stick and then he sticks it in his own spokes and falls down and he's like, ah, oh, why would they do this to me? Why would they make spokes? 
Why didn't they just make a solid wheel? Wouldn't that be straight smarter? Anyway. It's just so funny to me. But yeah, I mean, they're definitely... They're terrible. They're boring as fuck. Well, I don't want to feel like... I, I also, like... Part of getting older is like you don't want to like, and if you completely cut yourself off from all these things, like I'm, like I have to find out from like other people's Instagram stories about like major shit happening. I'm like, there's a balloon, <laughs> you know, like, like I can't cut myself off from everything. I need to kind of see what like what the hysteria is about. Even though like I, the, the, I think the key is you can't get sucked into it and then start, you know, jumping on a side of whether you know Sam Sam Smith is is, is working for the devil and. And Madonna looks like a fucking alien, but like, of course she does because we make the society where it's like, if she went out there as an old woman, we would, we would have something to say too, you know? So it's almost easier to make her look like a freak than a older old woman. And that's sad. I Um, think it sounds so stressful to me to care about all of those things. Like the, the fucking shit that the internet is upset about or or what everybody's saying constantly. It's just too much. I could not fucking be less interested in what people's opinions are. Like I know. I, and that's why when, when we really are, I know people are like, okay, boomer, but like life yeah. really was much better when I wasn't allowed to have an opinion on anything or anyone. Like you watched it, maybe a couple of newspaper articles said something, blah, blah, but then you talk to your friend at the water cooler the next day. Like, did you see that? And that was it. But like everybody runs the computer and has an opinion and makes a meme. It's just like, I, I, I don't, it shouldn't bother me. And it really, that stuff really doesn't, but, but it, we, we definitely were better off at one point. I mean, people, people will make things even though they don't agree necessarily with the point that they're making because engagement equals money, fame, whatever it is, or that dopamine hit that, that a lot of likes gets you. It's like, none of it's real. Of course, there's actual discourse happening on the internet, but the outrage that happens every single day—it's I can't I can't pay attention to it. I would go fucking insane. Like, it's well, not. Yeah, real. You're a very very active social media user, but you just generate content. You just don't watch it. I I do watch. Or you don't respond to it. Social media, but my like for instance, my TikTok for you page is not like it's just it. I don't engage in those types of posts. So it's not like my feed is bombarded with them. So I'm able to peek in to see what the fucking internet is up in arms about today if I want to, but I can largely remain untouched by that. Oh, the algorithm doesn't feed me bad news anymore. It just like sends me, it just sends me videos. Yeah. It's, it's country music. It's people getting hurt, like falling downstairs. Like it, like, they they smash their balls on the bar or something mine is kids getting mine's all kids getting hurt oh that's good (laughs) shit yeah kids getting hurt all day long i love it yeah and lately i'm into this lady who saves bees can't i can't get enough of that she's like (laughs) opens up a wall they're like asmr a little bit they're so comforting to watch for some reason even though she opens up the wall and there's tons of bees she's scooping with her hand and putting them back in the hive you know i'm just like oh it's all but awesome. if you think then, about it too much, you're like, then you start to feel bees crawling all over you. You have yeah, to, you uh, have to be at the right level level of dissociation to truly absorb those videos. <laughs> right. Like if I was there, I would be in the yard while she was doing that in another yard. Like I would be, like, <laughs> I'd be nowhere near that. You know, the, the idea of someone scoop the bees out, see if you could find the queen, you know, like, yeah, sure. That's no, no, like, no outfits. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah, the one that's like a blonde woman. 
you know, really kind, you know, kind of pretty. And and then well, she must and, blow. She must blow that smoke that like gets them all high and they chill out. And then I also like when they like when you just hear like hammers going really fast, like when they're building a house, right? You know, a little log cabin. Like, oh, a man builds a log cabin in his backyard, and it's like six minutes of me just watching this guy start from like leveling the ground. All these noises of like like hammers, yeah. And then I just watch that. The hours watching DIY videos when I know damn well I'm never gonna make anything in my fucking life. I watched a guy make a. I watched a guy make a labyrinth yesterday. I'm like, hmm. Maybe have any? Do I have any room in my yard? Maybe I can work on one of those. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I do. We do have a labyrinth that's not too far from here that me and Jackie walk every once in a while. Another story for another time. It's weird. So anyway, I had a good weekend. I saw Jim show on Friday. Uh, he's already starting in some new jokes, which which are pretty good. Um, and then and obviously, if you haven't, or you guys listen to the show, you obviously probably seen Jim special already. That's out. So go out there and watch that on Netflix if you still have Netflix. Um. I've been watching The Last of Us. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, me too. That one's good. In a that. time where unsolicited oh, advice. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, let's play that again. Let's start over. No, that's how I just got. I was looking for the. To, we got some messages in uh, from Wait, last week. I, something happened. I Last night, I got a package and I opened it and I. Th- I just assumed it was something I ordered. I pulled it out. It's a Nick, it's a Nick Cage pillowcase. Uh, it's pink and he hits him shirtless inside of a banana. And I was like, did I get drunk and order a Nick Cage pill? Like what the fuck? And I pulled out a note and it was like a secret Valentine thing. And it was like, nobody puts Nicholas in a cage. Um, I'm bananas for you or something like that from be mine. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And nobody, like, I thought for sure it was Colleen, so I texted her and I was like, did you get me a Nicolas Cage pillow? And she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, seriously, shut up. Did you get it? Like, was it from her? I have no idea who it's from, but it has to be somebody who knows my address and knows that I have other Nick Cage paraphernalia in my house. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I, I know your address because I sent you something, but it definitely wasn't me because I don't even know where to find Nick Cage banana thing. and I don't did. And now I'm learning for the first time that you're in a Nick Cage. So I'm not I like that. So so my first Nick Cage pillowcase I acquired um, when I went to the movies in the cemetery like eight or maybe like seven years ago. We we saw three movies overnight in the theater. So we were there for like eight hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. The people that we were sitting in front of were on mushrooms and I had never seen any of the movies before. So it was Labyrinth. Speaking of Labyrinth. Uh, oh, wow. Legend oh. and... <laughs> no, I know what the fuck up thing is. I watched Labyrinth on the plane last week. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it, going on here. Yeah. yeah weird. Uh, That's so fucked up. Jeez. So it was the, the never-ending story, Labyrinth, and Legend. And so I'd never seen any of those movies. So I'm a fucking you know, 29-year-old woman seeing these movies for the first time so i'm making commentary because i think they're fucking hilarious the people on mushrooms are dying laughing at everything i'm saying so we become friends um and they are the ones who had the nick cage pillow but they forgot it and i had like connected with them on social media and i was like i have this pillow like we can we can meet up and give it back and we had planned to do that but then it never happened and so i adopted him there you go and well, that's I- weird because I did watch a lab. All three of those movies are definitely mushroom material, just so you know. They're the weirdest puppet-ish type. Jack, you seen them all? I've only seen the first one. Labyrinth? You've seen Labyrinth? Yeah. 
I would think that would be the really? last one you saw. But the others are are probably better because Labyrinth is really out there, and it's just like it's yeah, not I good at all. Like, like storyline. Labyrinth is just basically David Bowie's package. Like it's it's an entire movie about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't like it <laughs> about David Bowie's <laughs> package. David, his dick is his dick outline is there the whole time. It's just oh yeah yeah yeah. Bandex suit. Um, Little Bowie. People will hate me for this, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't enjoy the never-ending story. Like that's that's. It's just something you have to see as a kid because the nostalgia is what carries it for you, for you to like something like that for your entire life. Like I never saw never-ending story. I put the dark crystal. I put the dark crystal in the same category, the original, in the same category as those movies. You've never seen the dark crystal. Uh. -uh. Nope. That one's kind of trippy too. I mean, I feel like everyone was on mushrooms then, and, and and I feel like people went to work at Jim Henson Studio and just ate acid and just sat there all day. <laughs> I mean, it like, in the back. Yeah. A whole studio of people who ate acid. Yeah, like I saw Goonies oh, first seen, time. Uh, what's it, like Escape to Oz? No, never saw that. That like was good. That was the second one with TikTok. Yeah, that was right. freaky. That, I saw that one on one time. I I took. Uh, hallucinogenics and like, it's of course it was just like the way the universe works like you put that sh- you, you take that shit and you like, just want a nice calm evening and then the weirdest shit in the world comes on tv it's just like the universe just starts fucking with you although it would have probably been on any night of the week but you found it yeah You're just scared shit <laughs> i did and the dudes with the weird scary wheels for hands it's freaky you did mushrooms recently kelly right yeah um not this past weekend, but the weekend before, Stan and I went to like one of those lit up forest walks. So they've got like little light shows and like kind of like lasery stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't as good as Descanso Gardens. Descanso Gardens is like spread out, so you're not you're not like with a group walking from thing to thing. And so it's like being on mushrooms while there's thirty people closely around you going whoa look at that it's not it's not the most calming experience but it was right, you kind of want to get lost in a forest yeah, rather than yeah. be be on a line at disneyland yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a good example yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to get lost in a forest of crazy lights and trees and you're like nope just stand on this just ride it's a small world after all over and over again yeah, I was like standing and staring at this one little light show that was going on. And this girl just walks in front of me. And I assume just to take a picture. But then she just stands there for like a minute and a half. And I finally got up the cur- courage to be like, um, excuse me, I can't see anything. I was just staring at the back of her head for 90 seconds. <laughs> it's good times. Uh, but yeah, so overall, we had a good weekend. Then me and Jackie did a, a staycation. Just want to get this out of the way. Uh, for Valentine's Day. And then we went, you know, so we stayed at the Cosmo. Great hotel, by the way. On we Valentine's really cool. Day? Yeah, uh, the day before Valentine's Day, because we didn't want to deal with everyone who was doing Valentine's Day. So we went okay. to d- dinner at Lavo, uh, stayed the night there at um, at the Cosmo, went to see a show called Atomic Saloon, um, which was like an old Western kind of um, variety show. And there was, uh, you know, people doing tricks with dogs. Really, really cool. And I thought it was funny, too. Um, so if you're looking for another different show, we're, we're starting to get down to that level of shows like past the O's and the Circus Olays to like these more obscure, weird acrobatic acts that are pretty cool. Um, I'm sorry. I'm assuming by the, the end of the year, we're going to be you know watching street performers. Uh, 
or you're. I got a couple. Of, I, I got a bunch of messages. If you just want to get into that, unless you guys want to talk about your Valentine's Day or Super Bowl. Didn't do anything. Yeah, Valentine's Day, I got dinner with my brother. Oh, that's romantic. Then he By the these... way, Jack, I do want to say your parents are super, super cool. Like they really are. You're, you're, you're lucky. And and what's really shocking to me about that is that like you're cool, but like not not cool like the kid who has really really cool parents. Now t- now hear me out. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> okay. When I grew up, there was always the kids who had like the cool parents who were like, yeah, smoke pot in our basement, drink here as long as you stay here. We're cool with everything. Maybe we'll come down and like puff a little bit of a joint with you at some point when you get a little bit older. But like we're cool. We like concerts. We can talk about music and all this stuff. Those kids all ended up being the most fucked up, ruined kids ever because they yeah. had this sense of like, well, I can do anything I want. Mom and dad are cool, right? There has to be a sense of a little sense of I I got to hide. I, I can't just walk into the house completely fucked up, right? Because, yeah. you know, it, my parents are cool, but my parents weren't cool. Like they were they were cool in a sense. Now as an older, I'm thinking I'm realizing how cool they were. But there's got to be a little bit of sense of like, don't disappoint me. Don't embarrass us. Yep. Try and yep. follow the rules. Right. When he was younger, right? They were huh? probably more strict. Yeah, I think they've been able like, to loosen up. When did that turn happen? When you went to college? I think they, they were definitely always easier on me because I always kind of had my shit together. Um, it was on top of myself with everything. My brother was a little bit more, you know, just space brain. So they had to like. They felt like they really had to knuckle down with him, but he's, he was always fine. Yeah, he wanted to go to Stanford fine. and getting like a... Uh, yeah, he ends up being fine. Um, <laughs> but I think they were finally able to just... I always had to... I kept having to tell my mom, like, just be selfish. Just, like, stop caring about us so much. Just, like, what do you want? Just do that. Yeah, your mom definitely, like, like you know, she putting down some white wines and having a good time. And, and I was like, that's cool. But I, was, I, I wasn't sure what the dynamic was because they seem like really kind of... They're pop culture savvy. They know who comedian. Like my parents would have been in that room and and yeah. known no one. They wouldn't even have known Jim and I worked for him for five years, right? Yeah, and my parents or, love give, or giving a fuck. Um, yeah. my parents love comedy. Like they're kind of like, you know, and you can be a little bit of an artist and 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 kind of never embarrass them. You know, like I just always think about Nikki Glazer's parents too. They were also really cool and like hip. That's good. That'd be a hard act to. Right. If, if they follow. weren't, it would be like her dad's very proud front row while her daughter talks about some of the stuff that's just, you know, I got uh, rammed in the ass last night. Yeah. yeah exactly. But, um, but no, I was just going to kind of say, so I did delete me from Facebook like nine times. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. always like just funny, but every time I would go home and just re add myself. So it was just like, he just kept, by the way, check out my, all my, my new sneakers at Jackie. Yeah. Oh, nice. The Hoka's. They're, they're good, huh? They are, but they like, they're like platform shoes. Like, I almost feel they're like murky. people are looking at me and being like, is that guy trying to be two inches, three inches taller? <laughs> I always think of them as old people's shoes. Yeah, but they're, man, they're just like walking on pillows. It's like walking on I'm Nick sure Cage pillows. Yeah. Ooh, I actually do want new shoes, so. Sorry, that I know that was so ADD of me. Like I can't even spoke. Like I was like, "Oh, look at my shoes!" While you're in the middle of a story. (laughs) (laughs) After all these years, I feel I realized I ADD. That's ADD of you instead of just you. (laughs) You're like, yeah. You want to tell us a story? Wait, I got one. (laughs) Well, I got a lot of messages, so let's try and hit a couple of those. Okay. Carolyn Duffy sent a message. Said she left the message, and then she unsent it. 
Coward. People, coward. Caroline. Damn. Don't be coward. a coward. She wow. said, sorry for the message I sent. Uh, it was hella boring. So do we, I'll try to think of something more interesting so I don't put Tommy to sleep. See, that, that that's hurtful. Um, Which part's hurtful? That, the, that, the fact that, that I would fall asleep on Caroline. Of her. I know. That, that should be nice. First, you made it seem like there was no message she followed up with because you just said she unsent the message. And then wow. she had a very nice follow-up message. It was very courteous. Yes, it was. Because some, some of you cowards... Just leave a message and unsend it. All right, here's I never seen this name. Issy Wazano. Have we ever had one? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you should be able to see the I message history. Actually, actually, there has been messages before. I don't think I ever read any of them. Wow. Anyway, okay, congratulations. Hey, hey. We're gonna read one of your messages for the first time. Hey gang, Vegas question: What's the best place to stay and get your money's worth? My husband and his friend turned 40 in July and August, and we're thinking of coming to Vegas to celebrate. None of us in the group have ever been to Vegas, and we're excited for the experience. Side note, Blind John trolling the Merman podcast with voicemails is so fun. He's the best degenerate fuck there is. Now, I didn't know, I didn't know he was doing John that. was, was, yeah. was fucking... John, John if, if, if I find out you leave a more message for them and not gracing us with your talents, I'm yeah. going to be sad. I it's hope you're leaving nice comments and helping them out, not shitting on them. I assume they're nice. <laughs> so we're basically, I don't know, or at least, at least mentioning us. <laughs> if you're going to troll them, at least mention us is like something nice. Yeah. I don't know if Dave Williamson totally understands we sent people to go fuck with them. Well, uh, I think you guys should continue to do it if you're not. Um, um, are, are they sure they want to come to Vegas in July or August? <laughs> Really well, if you're to, inside yeah. the whole time. Yeah, that's true. But if you've never been to Vegas, just know it's fucking hot as balls in July and August. Just, yeah. Or just a warning. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you want to go sit by a pool, definitely. Like, what's a good pool scene? Like, I'm not much of a pool guy anymore because I, I don't like to swim I, around. I always love the MGM Grand because they've got the Lazy River. Right. That's the only um, I like per- personally. I think one of the cooler casinos right now, and it's not as expensive as some of the ones on the strip, is the Circa, and that's downtown. And you can walk out the outside, and you're rating right like a, it's almost like a Mardi Gras, type, not Mardi Gras, but it's like a walk around the street type situation on Fremont Street. So I always tell people Circa. They have like um, a couple of really good restaurants in there. They have one of, one of the largest cool pools on the roof. But that that's where I would stay if I was going to come here with a b- bunch of friends. But if oh, you're going yeah, for something Fremont more street. romantic, Golden Nugget. I did my 21st birthday there, and it was incredible. In a yeah, it's, a, it's it's fun because you walk out the door and you're just like it's more of like a if you don't want to do a strip that's like going to cost you an arm and a leg to just like everything's fan- like you don't want to do Venetian and Palazzo and uh, Palazzo because you could do like New York New York or Excalibur like one of those ones towards like the most south end and you could probably get them for cheap if right, you want to be on the main but if you strip. want something where you could just kind of walk around not have to get in a cab to go to every different place then, then i would recommend somewhere off of fremont street you know there's music outside you can grab a beer or drink that's anywhere. old town though isn't it yeah, yeah that's not everyone cool. wants old town some people want the current <laughs> well current. that sounds like is he wants you want old a town. club or do you want to like go to chill bars and have fun it just depends well, on if they've never been to vegas i feel like you want to be on the strip personally i think you have to do it all now, granted, I actually have not been to Old Town, so I can't really speak. Oh, it's fun. It's way more fun. Yeah, yeah it's becoming more of like a, a more of a, a younger person fun place as opposed to because not everyone's going to pay two fifty for a, 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 to, to see a show and ha- and then spend another five five hundred on dinner. Yeah, know, one of the, and it's impossible getting these places. So if they just want to like party, 
there's a bunch of like walk around type places, walk a hole in the wall bars to walk to just, just around that area. So uh, did you meet my buddy Greg on Friday, Tommy? Which one is Greg? Greg is like a uh, buff guy glasses. He was there for hmm, Friday. Where would I meet him? Green room. Gyms? Yeah. Oh, uh, Friday, Greg, buff guy. I don't know. I brought my own two buff guys, and you sent one. A lot of buff yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. No, Kelly met him. Oh, there's so many buff guys. A lot of buff guys. Yeah, it was like, if you missed a good weekend, it's really hot, Kel. Well, Kelly, you <laughs> met uh, Greg. Speaking, so Amy Elizabeth sent a message on February 6th and then deleted it. And then on February 7th, she sent like a little thing. It just went... Burp, burp. Hey guys, hope you're all well. I just want to tell you what I've been doing recently. So I did mention that I moved to the outback, which is fine because the wildlife is crazy. Um, I've seen wild dingoes. Um, that was fun. Anyway, um, I also have an eastern brown living in my front yard. Um, and the best part of the story is I called a snake catcher. <laughs> And he said, do you still have eyes on said snake? And I said, no, I do not. And he went, "Uh, well, she'll be right. Get on the blower when you see the snake again. Oh, dear. I've I've never felt so let down yet so proud to hear those words come out of an Australian's mouth. But um, (laughs) so I'm scared because I haven't seen it again. Um. And there's lots of hiding places. So anyway, just mine its own. One eight hundred mark. Bye. Bye. My story. Bye. Okay, which one of you guys want to translate that for me? <laughs> there's a snake in her yard that is dangerous, and they don't know where it is. Oh, it's not that's, there anymore. That's the bullet point. Yeah. Oof! And it's one of those brown snakes that kill. That are yeah. That are it's one of the ones the that's world. just gonna kill you. Oof. But also, I think most of those dangerous things aren't on the hunt to kill you. They're kind of mind their own business and when you enter their zone then they're like get the fuck away like mountain yeah but you pay the property taxes so he's in your yard so who's in what zone oh i still think you should kill it but you know (laughs) you have to kill it can you just move it somewhere yeah you can move it tommy (laughs) that's what i'll move to australia and do angle house e mcclody's on hold on left the message hello Okay, here we go. So, I'm sure you all know Fight Club, the film. So, what's the first rule of Fight Club? You don't talk about Fight Club. But do you ever hear about the sequel? It was called Deaf Club. So, it's D-E-A-F Club. No, nobody hear about that. Do you know what their first rule was? No, no, no. I'm not deaf. No. Oh my gosh. Are we going to get canceled for that? <laughs> he is. I, 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 I couldn't understand a word of it, so I can't, can't comment on any of it. <laughs> I, I was actually just thinking the whole time. I know I, there was something about uh, Fight Club and then a second one called Death Club. Yeah, that's it. You got it. And then he right, did I the thought it was D E A T H, is what I thought. But then he, no, then he spelled it out. He spelled You're it out. You're deaf. <laughs> Great. Now it makes total sense. So this is I really that should have been Tommy's crystal clear community. for Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I know. Honestly, I I still just so you guys know, like the guy who won Oscar for um, uh, Coda. Yeah. He he did the halftime for the Super Bowl. He was off to the side doing the 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 for the Star Spangled Banner and the um, uh, 
yeah, for Star Spangled Banner, he was doing all the the, hand, the the American Sign Language, and like that made me want to cry every time I see deaf people doing something something awesome. They like make they get I get gets really under my skin, and not Look under my skin. It really kind of hits me in, in the heartstrings, and uh, because I'm so close to being there, and I don't know mm. ALS, I really should learn. Yeah, you really should. You should get, you should get on that. It's, it's ASL. That ALS is a disease. ASL yeah. is the uh, oh, yeah. sign language. I don't want ASL. I want to learn ALS. <laughs> Um, well, Tommy, then you would have liked the most recent Last of Us episode. Oh, it's about deaf people. Did you not watch it? What the, the last what episode? Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like that. And again, I watched the the, the I really was again touched with the that was what another example was. I was touched with the you know they used a real kid who was who was deaf and and that kid and, was amazing. Yeah, he was great. Um, Kevin Simons. Never seen a message from this person from Rhode Island. My Is wife named her messages? vibrator Zach Jacket because apparently it's attractive, but doesn't know what it's supposed to. to uh... What? <laughs> well, no, that's, I'm reading for the first time, so I'm trying to. There's no. There's some punctuation stuff. My wife named her vibrator ja- Zach Jacket because apparently it's attractive, but doesn't do what it is supposed to. And I don't know what to do with my wife now. Hmm. Wife or life? Life. L I F E. Oh shit. Okay. Unless he was trying to see my wife now. Wait, but, the, vib- you know. the vibrator doesn't know what to do. My wife. Maybe the vibrator doesn't vibrator work. Zach jacket because apparently it's attractive, but doesn't do what it's supposed to do, and I don't know what wow. to do with my life now. Is there some type of riddle I'm missing here? Is it a bad vibrator? It's just like. Yeah, I think the vibrator just is broken. Gotcha. The battery Got dies it. right as she's about to come. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. That's a real Zach Jacket move. I mean, that guy, that guy just ghosts people, man. I haven't even heard from him in a bit, which is good. I don't want to see his face. Yeah, fuck that guy. We have another message from Kirk West. Now, Kirk hadn't sent a message in over a year, and all I'm seeing from his last one was he saw, he said, Wayne hundred six two seven five two nine three. Which is one eight hundred mark by just so you know, right? That's pretty cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. That's actually the, the the dialing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have uh, I hope that one becomes popular now. Say it one more time so we can rehearse. One eight hundred six two seven five two nine three. That is M A R K B Y E. All right. Uh hey there on Twitter Three. Have you guys been watching The Last of Us? Oh God. Yes. <laughs> universe uh have you guys been watching the last of us as a big fan of the game i'm loving it even if you're not watching did you did you see the absolute meltdown the far-right grifters ben shapiro in particular were having over the gay people in episode three nick offerman was fantastic anyway 1-800 mark bye yeah did Um, you see that episode at least kelly you haven't watched it yet no i haven't seen it yet it's pretty good it's a good show that actually, it was funny that because episode was that good. episode was actually really, really good. And then people, apparently the ratings went up for the first time, like after a third episode on HBO, like after House of Dragons, they started to drop slowly. But this one actually, because it was so much grifter talk and so much talk about in general, people went back and watched the first two. So all the ratings went up, like exactly mm. what they probably didn't want oh, to yeah, do. But. Controversy. The last yeah, thing I mean, from Ben Shapiro was Chelsea Handler made a video about like what, a not day in childless woman or whatever. And she's like, I wake up and I take an edible and I masturbate and I go back to sleep. And then I wake up at noon and I do whatever the fuck I want and blah, blah, blah. And she's talking about like 
I climb Mount Everest and I uh, go back and I build a time machine and go back in time and kill Hitler. And so Ben Shapiro quote tweets it and is like, uh, um, I don't understand. So he like makes this video of all the thing, all these things that she didn't actually do, and uh, but in reality, she's just at home drinking wine all day, being really sad. And we're like, it's a fucking sketch, dude. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> other a couple other Ben Shapiro likes that somehow find their way into my feed that were like, this is really she's just really this is just a sad woman all the time. She's gonna die alone. Blah blah blah. He's fucking loaded, and she can do whatever the fuck she wants. She is not sad. Right. That she doesn't have children. Ben Shapiro. I hope. I hope she doesn't get the normal spot. I think they should find someone new, like all these other people, like we've done. Like she's already. She doesn't. No one. First of all, no one wants that job, right? Because it's like every day when you have her type of money, you think yeah. she wants to go to work every day and give wow. an opinion on something. I thought they were right. just doing like little sections of segments of p- new hosts. Like no, the, the new hosts are take. They're, they're like hosting the whole show for a few days. Yeah, and like she, she, one thing I did, I will say though, is she, she did that segment and then she mentioned about being, I think maybe she knows it's a grifter thing. Cause then she mentioned like three or four times about during the normal part about not having kids and how great it was. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's an old thing that people either love or hate about her. Um, okay. We got Warren Chamberlain back. Oh no, this looks like the last message here. It's a- Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday. Happy morning. Happy to year. Uh, I just want to give everyone's ideas on why people seem to hate Joe Rogan so much. I've right. been listening to a bit of Joe Rogan, and I don't seem to think he's uh, too much leaning one way than the other way, and he doesn't seem to be causing any problems. Come on, tell me, why do people not like Joe Rogan? Bye. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't mind him. No, Kelly, no. you want to unleash? Oh, because th- this is my biggest gripe with Joe Rogan. Um, he... He needs to understand that at this point, he is mainstream media. He is somebody that people will listen to um, and just believe whatever he says. And he does not fucking do his due diligence at all when it comes to spewing out bullshit things. And then like just retracting it later, just being like, oh, I thought that's what it was. But like not not clarifying it for anybody. I think his position is so dangerous and it comes with a lot of responsibility to not be like, not be out there spewing things that just aren't true. And I can't really respect somebody that is, is not willing to do the, the, the work on that part. I just thought people hated him because he did like three hour podcast. <laughs> Like, like, no. In the beginning, it was like people loved him or hated him because, but like, he would just talk for hours with broids, you know, like UFC guys, you know, and 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 meatheads, and and it was like it was like a frat house, and like you said, it's he's got a big platform right now, and he's got to be. It's not just you can't just say whatever the fuck you want or have whoever you want on. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's not it's not a little rink-a-dink podcast. Like, I don't give a fuck who he interviews. Like, I think everybody should be free to, to talk to whoever they want to talk to on their podcast. But I do think he has a major responsibility to not be spreading, like, lies all the time. I agree. <laughs> like, that's it. That's my big gripe but with they him. lies to you guys is what he's going to say. Yeah, no, there are plenty of things real. that he said that it would literally take a two-second Google search to to verify if it's true or not. Like, it's it's just he needs to take more responsibility for that. That's all. That's so. 
One of the dumbest things I've ever heard him say was he was talking about Alex Jones. He's like, I've known Alex Jones for years. We go, we go, we go way back. Just making it sound like they're friends. I don't know. Maybe they are friends. But he's like, you know, he's only right like 10% of the time. But that 10%, he hits the nail on the head. He's so right. It's like, dude, that's 10% accuracy. Yeah. It's- you can't be like, of the 10%, he's like 100%, right? That's just 10%. He's 90% fucking wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing to praise about. That's not, you can't praise him for the fucking 10%. That's so stupid. That's literally the saying like a broke, a broken clock is still right twice a day. Like, yeah, it's nothing to write home about there. You want to know what's crazy is I've never, I, I don't have a problem with Rogan and I say I don't when people ask me, but I've never even listened to an episode ever. Not once. I don't even know. I've seen like what it looks like. Because, I, no, I've seen what it looks like because, um, you know, like sometimes a clip where for like to try and sell you brain pills or some shit will pop up, right? About alpha <laughs> brain, things like they, they use clips of him yeah. when they want to like do, they find something that they think could be, you know, like they can sell something with. But like, I don't like, I, and I haven't heard these interviews, but I don't really care. Like you said, Kelly, I don't like, if you want to like interview Jordan Peterson, that's fine. Jordan Peterson could be a very interesting guy. We had him on yeah. our show. He's super interesting in a lot of different ways. And people don't, I don't, I still don't have a hard time finding where he's like so controversial because I think he's just some kind of nerdy professor to me. Alex Jones, you probably shouldn't give so much any any light of day to, but people have to be heard too, and and that's fine. But I just don't think you side with them. I don't know. I mean, I don't. So the the clear answer is I don't know why people love or hate him. Kelly gave a good reason why, but I can't speak on it because I've never heard the show. I just know. I just know a good good for him on capitalizing on success. Uh, I mean, on on a podcast, you know, as you guys know, you do podcasts. We're on one right now. You're listening to him. The 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 the, the probability of success is is like so small. Uh, I'm working to someone else right now who's kind of well like known, and they're like, I'm going to do a podcast, and they're like, we're going to try out this thing, and if I can average about this, and I'm thinking, you're not going to make money. Like this is not a this is not a, a way to make money. Like like Joe Rogan found a way to do it, but most people are not living on a podcast. So when they tell you that kind of fucking crazy if, not. If, if, if rogan truly just kept to what he said he was doing which was just interviewing huge celebrities for an extended amount of time cool and i'm sure some of those interviews are fine like he got i know my mom listened to the david lee roth episode like some of these people he gets you have never heard an extended interview with with which is pretty cool but it's the in-between stuff where he just adds in and he does add in like a bunch of just dumb conspiracy theory shit and just fuels the flames and um it's just which is, you know yeah, which is, like, which is part of the reason he got so popular to begin with because those salacious things that you say in turn get the clicks and the engagement and all of that yeah. stuff so it's like is he like i don't know if that makes me more upset or less upset if he's doing that on purpose because he knows that it's good for you know engagement because that makes it feel a little bit more evil um so it's like it's i think people have said it before it's like is he an idiot or is he evil it's like the same thing with trump it's like are they doing these things because they have no idea the negative effects of them or is this part of the strategy or is it just all entertain all in the name of entertainment and at some point they're just like they don't 
realize yeah you're right it's like it's all in the name of entertainment and at some point like they don't go home and think at all about about this figure oh i made some money today and i'm now i'm a rich rich person right you know at what point do they do you want to do something with their lives that are good yeah do you know if his comedy club ever opened up in austin uh, i don't know i didn't know he was opening one yeah because that's where um what's his name adam egot from the comedy store left to go run that but i don't know if it ever opened i haven't heard about it probably has i like austin be like does austin feel i guess austin's a tourist and a tourist enough city for that right yeah definitely and a lot of comics moved to texas or like moved to austin like didn't didn't like uh segura and then like tony hinchcliffe i think and i think a lot of people in that kind of comedian <laughs> i don't even know how to categorize it um white male straight white straight male not not all yeah, somewhat the, little bit ang- angry yeah 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 it's yeah they're not they're not all right by any means but they they're like lot, i don't think these people are staying in in texas you know what i mean it feels like a nice power move now like oh, i'm getting the fuck out of california but they'll be back what the fuck you want to work yeah, I, they've definitely they've gotten pissed off at the pendulum swing of like feeling like you can't say anything anymore, and so that's why you move to Texas because you feel like people will celebrate your freedoms to say whatever the fuck you want. But they'll be back. They'll be back. The pendulum always swings back. Right, and then all you we'll be back. I, I remember we'll be back. Uh, anyway, uh, here's uh, a right, It's called. It's going to be called the comedy mothership. And it hasn't opened yet. Guy's been there five years. What is it? So you find a place with four fucking walls and put a two foot stage in. Like from like twenty twenty two. And I can open a comedy club this weekend. It used to be an Alamo draft house and they're yeah, I don't know why it's taking so long. They must be having to remodel the whole place or something. The comedy cellar is pretty but, cool in Vegas, by the way, if you guys haven't been. And it feels like a comedy club because it's got nice low ceilings and it's kind of like intimate. And all the laughs sound good. There are some that are being built now. I'm not saying any names that seem very hollow. Uh, Aileen's got a message for us. It's a long one. Hey, uh, just getting in there on the oh, exactly when you're supposed to be starting, but I can imagine you're still going, trying to get it set up. So um, life has been fucking bonkers lately. Oh, this is Aileen, by the way, from WA. Absolutely freaking bonkers. So much has been going on. And I've been experiencing some harassment at work, which is really, really frustrating. And, I, and I'm going to have to deal with it. And I've talked to some people and I need to have some mediation and talk to the person who's been harassing. And I just wish people could deal with their own issues so they didn't take them out on other people. But there's not much I can do about that. Anyway, I'm just wondering if you guys have had to deal with any sort of harassment or being hassled like to a significant point at work. And if you did, what did you do about it? Like I've been listening to your podcast for so long, but the other week with all this going on, I realised just you guys are like, yeah, part of the degenerate family. You guys are really real and um, really self-aware. So, you know, what have you done if you've been in that situation and what would you do if you haven't been in that situation? 
you know, I've just got to follow process, but we'll get there. Anyway, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and um, <clears throat> I don't know, fucking enjoy life. Anyway, 800 mark, bye. And then she followed up with a uh, written text. By the way, I'm too bloody old for this shit. 16 a few years, a granny for fuck's sakes. But even with my my years of experience, I still appreciate other people's ideas and perspectives. No matter how much I spring clean my brain, there are always areas of chaos marked out with yellow safety tape. I haven't really, like, I don't, I don't know how bad this harassment is. I've had people that fucking annoy the shit out of me at work, but I don't think I've ever. Yeah, is it sexual it. harassment or just like just being a dick? harassment uh, no one's gonna be able to respond to that right now but like and it also depends on what kind of job you're at <laughs> thank you tommy like, you know what i mean jack like that's no, what i'm saying like it's, it's like if I, if I was being harassed at fucking <clears throat> some fucking at a fast food restaurant i'd be like fuck this place fuck these guys and fuck all these people like yeah, I, I, you I know but that. if i put my lot of years in to get someplace and bust my ass and i'm like I'm not going to deal with this harassment. You know, this is too good of a job to fuck, yeah. to fuck off and, and harass back. And is it a coworker? Uh, or is it a boss? It, like there, there are a number of factors that would change how I'd react in the situation. So if you could give and us what, a little yeah, and the job, detail, yeah. um, if you give us a little bit more detail, I'm happy to try to come up with a strategy. But I also think, um, if if you if you're following the rules and going through the process and you and 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 you make your environment safer and or better for you, then you know you do what you got to do. But like, you know, maybe you're the one doing the harassing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's an. You know, I, I mean, everyone is into proven guilty. So I don't know what you said to provoke this person. You know, there's other countries where it's guilty until proven innocent, and I think we're one of the few where it's innocent until proven guilty. Is it though? Yeah, well, we say that, but that yeah. it's it's you're only as innocent as like TMZ tells you or people people you are. That's the sad part. It's like, oh, you know, like like right now, Amen. what's going on? Like, I just realized, like, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen, um, there was a trailer. This is like the newest outrage for the left or somebody. Uh, uh, the trailer for Flash was on during the Super Bowl. Now I know James Gunn and the guys who are you know, now in control of DC, but the trailer for the flash came out and that caused uproar because the guy who plays that has had, a, has had a really rough year. And he's been, he's been like, people said like, Oh, he's, his girlfriend's 18 and he groomed her because he, he met her. Like a, people. Huh? But then he also was like, they're like, Oh, he's got a cult and he's, he did throw a chair at somebody and hit somebody in the head. So he's had his trouble, but he's had like mental health, but he clearly came out and said, I, I have some mental health issues that I'm dealing with and I'm going, you know, and I'm in therapy and, he went and like you know begged you know went went to Warner Brothers and all those people and said like I'm dealing with something but I'll, I promise you I'm I'm fixing it and I got a little bit of I don't know whatever it is but of course nobody wants this movie to come out and they want him to never work again and and all the other things but uh, you know there's no way that they can prove that he he groomed this person she, you know she is 18 she likes him they they spend time together but he is a little bit of a fucking nut so that's the latest outrage I guess about that. Um, not up to date on that, but I like there's some the shitty thing about those situations is when people are calling for these projects to be canceled, like they're not thinking about all of the other people that work on these productions. It's like yeah. you're trying so hard to ruin one person's life when it's like 
do do I think he deserves everything in the world and to be super happy? No, but I also don't want hundreds or thousands of people to lose out on a job because I want to make sure this person suffers. Like a friend of mine just had a project that she thinks is getting squashed now because it's connected to um, somebody else who, who who very like the the allegations and all of this stuff, very, very credible. Everybody's pretty much on board that he's a scumbag, but it's like, People don't realize that what the networks and the studios do is instead of just attaching somebody who is a non-alleged pedophile or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, they just fucking shut down the project. And it's years of people's lives down the drain. And so like it's it's so much more complicated than then right, people then will say, well, then they should think about all those other people before they do these things. We're like, no, yeah, it's like, but they didn't. <laughs> oh, so what do you want to do? You want to punish everybody because this one guy's a fucking asshole. And like, I think it's also on the networks and the studios and stuff like that to have a system in place where it's like, there should always be a contingency contingency plan. Like, do we have somebody in mind as a backup for this like major position that could potentially shut down a fuck? I don't know. Like, I mean, color of money, well, I think right? That, that, in this particular what? case, I was talking about the handler said, Remember "We're going to let Kevin's him go." Was in that Ridley Scott, uh, the, but the, he had like uh, it was a house of cards. But he had, uh, you know, she was carrying the show pretty much just as much as he was. Uh, no, it was the Ridley Scott movie where they literally, I think it was Kevin Spacey was like a lead role, and they just reshot it with Plummer, whoever his name is, just like completely redid scenes. Oh, movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember that like, a couple years ago. I mean, I guess you can do that if you if it like if it's not fucking Marvel, but it's like also I think they handle the good like well, we're gonna let him go through his mental health you know check and do his all his diligence. Also let let whatever the court systems and stuff play out the way they are. Until then, we have a movie release we have to have come out, and we'll deal with and and we'll and we're gonna determine at the end of this the future of him with this. You know, if we if we have to change the star out, who gives a fuck? It's somebody in a mask. People will get mad for a second, but they'll still go and watch that shit. I think the Batman's already different in it, so like whatever. Yeah, every, every, the Batman's different all the time, just out of pure just wanting to be different. So what do what do people give a shit if they I swap think out? Most people don't even know who Ezra Miller is, and I think the general public who's going to go watch this have no idea what his problem. I'm sure if I ask my parents right now, hey, have you heard the controversy behind the guy who plays the Flash? They're going to go, um, no. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. yeah, they just want to be entertained for an hour, and then you know. Anyway, um, th- I know we're way off with a, on a, um, Aileen's thing, but uh, yeah, go through the process. Let us know a little more detail, even if it's on the side note and you don't want me to read it, and I'll uh, give my advice. We have one more message for today. Oh, it's actually written, which is interesting. Like handwritten? No, no. I mean, it's like a, I, w- I was expecting a video. I mean, a, a, a voicemail, but it's, it's from John. Oh. Uh, hey, you generate fox. <laughs> Still fun, even when Tommy reads it. <laughs> it is spelled Fox. Hey, you degenerate Fox. Live in the country, so the call quality is not not that great. But thought I would just uh, send a message. I have called into the Merman podcast, and it is okay. Not nearly as funny as here. <laughs> Dave is a hilarious comedian. I think would be fun to hang out with, along with Forrest, or just for us. Either way, I call him because I love you all. And no buy. Just that's how we ended. I love you all. Thanks, Stop, John. Press record. <laughs> 30 seconds. Oh, that was good. Jack, that was really good. That was a nice impression. <laughs> I actually yeah. thought I, I hit a button. 
I actually thought I hit a button. Good job. <laughs> I um. Uh, in a time where unsolicited opinions and dick pics are the norm, there's a podcast you didn't ask for. All right, you guys ready to start the podcast? Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast. My name is Jack Hackett. I'm talking through the internet with Tommy and Kelly. How are you guys doing? Really good. Uh, I saw your parents this weekend. Oh, really? In Vegas? (laughs) How are they? They're good. They're actually really cool. And I was thinking, how does a kid grow up with really cool parents and not be a complete fuck up? (laughs) Beats me, man. See how efficient and quick we could be if we do it first and then just rehash real quick? Take out all the bullshit? It becomes a five-minute podcast. <laughs> and that's the update of the week. Thank you so much, everyone. for the, uh, Come back next week for another five-minute podcast. Wow, remember 10-minute podcast? Who's doing I that? only know it from Luis Castillo because all, all of his humor is just quoting things. It was so, Chris Sasso and Brian Callen. And it was... I mean, it was like one of the first, first podcasts. Like, it was good, but Will Sasso is the only untouched. <laughs> yeah, Will Sasso is the only one who's probably Can we can we not put this up there? Can, can, <laughs> I think after a while you can just take something down. Can we just take he, it down? He seems like a good guy still. <laughs> right. I feel like when people Google, that shows up my name, those three guys. They might not know what they're seeing, what it is. That's got to be rough. Yeah. Like my I didn't whole know they were doing that. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Will Sasso in a long time, though. He's funny, but he's, I haven't seen him around in a bit. He's doing sitcoms, man. He's fine. Is he? Good. Yeah. Um, Play us out, Tommy. You ready out? Uh, it's been great. Jack, where can everyone find you? JackHackett.com. Kelly? At Kelly Blackheart. And Tom? you can find me at Walking with Tommy. On Instagram. He's just staring at me. Can't see. Oh, there he is. Okay, bye.